Hello and welcome to episode seven of Into the Podcast. I'm your host Sam, and I'm joined today with this man I found like rummaging through my bins outside. What's your name again? Uh, it's Ryan. Oh, hello, Ryan. You're right, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm very good. Thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Did you find anything in the bins? Just a load of rubbish. <laughs> we. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Oh, what a start. What a start. But that's what you've got that to look was, forward to, boys and girls. did as well. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, oh, this is just from the air, really. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode seven. Um, we're here. We're still loving it. We're still having a great time. We're, I'll just get all the housekeeping out of the way. Please, 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 please like, share, subscribe. Get on Twitter, follow us. Get on Instagram, follow us. Get on Facebook, follow us. Just please. I'm sick of asking now. Just follow us. This is seven weeks I've been asking. I don't think we've had another like Can you since. believe it's been seven weeks? I know. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. And I could bear in mind, seven weeks ago, we recorded three episodes in one. Yeah. Saying we was going to do it every two weeks. So by now, we'd only be on like, we'd probably just be sitting down for a second recording by now. That's crazy. Yeah. That is mad, isn't it? Yeah. I think we made the right decision then. Definitely. How did you find last week? It was good fun. Yeah, it was good fun. I loved it. It was, it was emotional by the end we were, getting, we were getting into it we were getting right into it i think the fact that we'd had a couple of beers as well was just fueling that yeah it but it's helped. something like a, a topic we we love isn't it it's a show we both love and we're quite passionate about so yeah yeah it was good fun i enjoyed it, it went on longer than we thought but which that's again pretty, which, i'm loving it yeah. that's the best thing is when we say it's gonna be an hour you know if it goes over the hour mark, it's because we're really into it. Yeah. It's when you think the Gears of War uh, episode, uh, Love, Death and Robots, because we are that into it. Like, we don't give a shit about that hour mark. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. carry on talking. It's just a rough, rough benchmark, isn't yeah, it, exactly. the hour. And what I absolutely love is, as well, we told a friend of ours who we used to work with called Goss that we was going to be doing it, and he got back to us a couple of days before recording, didn't he, saying, yeah. I've just sat, I've, I've got to work from home day, so in the background I'm watching every episode. Which is amazing. And that conversation with him went on for about four days, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still talking about it now. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely insane. So if, you ha- if you're not listened, if you're not up to date yet with the episodes, please go through them uh, and listen, because we're absolutely loving it at the minute. We're, we, I think we've found a nice a nice sort of middle ground of what we're talking about here. So it's not purely film. It's not just game. It's not just TV shows. We're talking about not just serial. No, we're just talking about everything and anything. Just and anything, anything we, we like. Love. Yeah. And it seems to be hitting home at the moment. Yeah. Which is, which is always which is really lovely. lovely to, to have that. Connection Absolutely. With so thank you everyone that has been involved. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, Drew Flanagan music. Yes. Who won? We need to thank him because we have another jingle another for the new episode. I can't wait to debut that today. Just as fucking catchy as the first one. <laughs> We've been singing, singing it, it yeah, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> and apologies because I fucked up last week and when I, I was editing with my headphones on back to front <laughs> and me, <laughs> and me hood on the wrong way around. Wrong way, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I don't know why I missed the cue to put it in there. I messaged you, didn't I? Saying, yeah. Ryan, we didn't do a cue for it. I, the problem is because we'd had a few drinks, it sort of all just blurred into one. It I did, couldn't, really, couldn't really remember exactly what we did. But yeah. I think it's because we we introduced it and then went on for a, a massive tangent. A massive tangent and then actually went to talk, talk about Snack of the Week. And I think that's where I got confused. So apologies, it was in the wrong place, but it was in there. Still there. It's still so, there. Still yeah. got the jingle. So shout out to Drew Flanagan Music and we will uh, give him a proper intro when we get to our parts. So um, just as a bit of an intro, uh, you and me, Ryan, we had a little night out recently, didn't we? We bloody did. First we, one for ages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's been a while, as we said in the last podcast, didn't we? So we obviously went to your house. We had that night out. 
we went to a German restaurant. Yeah, like a German pub. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was expecting like a currywurst, currywurst, whatever it's called, hot dog mm, or whatever. Yeah. And I had a fish dog with you. Yeah, fish dog. Didn't know what to expect from that. No. So, obviously, you're vegetarian. Pescatarian. Pescatarian. Pesky. Pesky. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You've gone for the fish burger. Don't really like fish, but... Let's give it a go. Why not? Sounds gross. Yeah, and it was uh, fish and chips. <laughs> with, with, with <laughs> <In> a, bread. <laughs> with a bread bun underneath the fish. I didn't even like close it. <laughs> Just a bread bun. But it's a massive amount of fish. Like, fucking a huge. huge amount. Well, nice. I yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Very impressed, actually. It was very good. We moved on. We went to a few bars. Your wife took us to some very sketchy clubs to go dancing. Very sketchy. We didn't dance. The less said about that, the better. Well, you and me sat there and basically just... Uh, had a bit of social commentary on how people don't wear enough clothes. Yeah, we <laughs> were the grumpy old men in the corner. What are like the two old guys from the Muppets that sit at the top of the theatre? <laughs> like, it's like Waldorf or something. Yeah. That was us. <laughs> Everyone was just trying to neck each other ah, and man. doing whatever. Your your wife and her friend Sam were both on the dance floor giving it big licks. Yeah. And you and me are sat there going, what is she wearing? How has he not got a coat? Yes. Like, what's going on? Kids, eh? And then... Uh, and this is why I wanted to mention it. So obviously we're men of culture, darling. We really are. And uh, we'd had a few. We left the club. I was a bit drunk. I was like, look, we need to go. I've got to pick Lillian up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We went for one last uh, one last cocktail before we went home. And then uh, your wife decided she wants to out and dance. And, okay, that's fine. We're mm-hmm. not going to come. We, we, we've had enough now. Yeah, we're done. So we got back and... You took me up to the spare room. You held my hand. <laughs> led, led, led me up to the spare room. Oh, I really did. Yeah, which had Avengers bed sheets on. Loved it. Yeah, I put all you know, put all the stops out for you. Absolutely. We then sat there and played with your replica Gimli axe for half an hour. Full scale replica Gimli axe. <laughs> we played with it for way longer than we should have. Yeah, it's not very often I get to share that with people. Exactly. You know? We then sat down. Your table plan for your wedding was there, and we just sat there in a pissed up state. I love the nights like this. And you yeah. just told me your family tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you showed me this lovely like montage picture that your mum made you when you was eighteen. Yeah. And I never knew that you was in a film. I am in a film, yeah. I am- Tell people. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't know this. Yes, I am an extra in the film Atonement. The um, Kira Knightley, James McAvoy won the World War II love drama that came out in 2007, I think. Yeah, they were filming up in Redka, so that's near where like my family up in the northeast um where they live and it was i'd just finished school like 2006 and then my uncle found out about it applied there was thousands of extras do you know what i mean it's not like yeah but uh, you were number one yeah obviously i was number one they actually called me specifically yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah i went up like got fitted for a uniform had to have my hair cut back when i'd had long luscious locks i know you had hair in every one of these pictures even I, your baby pictures you had more hair than know, you do now yeah. but like so i had to have it cut you know like the old sort like 40s a like, little bit faded on side like yeah, proper yeah. comb over it's, it's no fade is it it's just nothing then hair yeah pretty yeah. much yeah um and then you had to go back a couple of weeks later um and then yeah i filmed two days of filming i think i got paid like 50 quid a day but they provide you like three meals a day and it was just amazing just on the beach getting walked around like just ordered in, in the full World War Two, get up, you know, I had to go, it's weird, like, you know, I had to go to like through the makeup trailer and like they apply all like the dirt and stuff to, to uh, do your hair properly. 
and I'm proper fangirl in that. Yeah, it was it was incredible to be fair. But like you just want thousands of guys there. Um and obviously when you're doing that, like you desperately want to be in the film, but there's no guarantee. Of, oh, of course. Because the shot itself, it follows um there's a like a the camera is basically on like a, a buggy or a quad bike that's just driving around the beach. And then James McAvoy and his two mates, the two other actors, are just walking towards the buggy constantly and it just sort of like drives around the set. And it's like one continuous shot. And I'm actually in the film because we, the group that I was with, we were like directed to, to run towards the sea as if like boats were coming. Because it's Dunkirk, basically. It's a replica yeah. of, of Dunkirk. So yeah, we sprint off into the sea. So I run, like sprint off, just literally just behind James McAvoy, um, go into the sea. But so I am technically in the film, but you'd never know it was me because it's like... Because you've got hair. And I've got, I think I have a helmet on as well. <laughs> and like the full uniform. I'm just one of several other soldiers in that shot. But um, for those of you that are about to watch Atonement, how can we recognise you, Ryan? Well, I actually, <laughs> the only one of that group that rolled up my sleeves. <laughs> Clever boy. So I was the only one that you could go, hey, that's that's me, the one with the sleeves <laughs> rolled up. Um, I haven't watched that for years, you know. I think the, we were invited to a screening. I think all the extras were. So I went to see it in the cinema. I've probably not seen it since about 2007, 2008. So it'd be interesting. I've actually got a copy of it on Blu-ray that I picked up from like a charity shop. So it'd be interesting to see like Blu-ray, if I could actually freeze frame it and see. Should we do a watch along? Shall we? I think we should do a, a play-by-play watch along with people. Yeah. Um, and we can, if we can do it sort of like scene by scene, it'd be a bit of a longer episode, but we'll get people to like start it with us. And <laughs> I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. And then we can just, and we'll call the episode, there he is. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> and, and the film just stops when there he is. <laughs> yeah, that like literally half a second on <laughs> yeah, there. Exactly. Just a blur in the background. <laughs> so we'll, we'll leave it, we'll leave it a couple of months, but we are definitely doing a watch along yeah. just to find, right, it's like, where's Wally, but where's Ryan yeah, in the yeah. film Atonement? You never, like I say, I don't, you won't be able to tell it's me at all. Well, you I, will, because you've got your sleeves rolled up. Well, yeah, there is that, but, you wouldn't be able to pick me out of a lineup. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've got some great pictures though, like behind the scenes that like my uncle took and stuff. So I've got some nice pictures from it. It's just it was quality. Yeah, it's yeah. quality. Saw James McAvoy. Yeah, you said he's very small, didn't he? He was a very short. Yeah. A lot shorter than I thought he was gonna be. And I was only sixteen at the time. So yeah. like yeah, little guy. Interesting. Yeah, so I learned I learned a lot about you. It was yeah. just one of those really weird drunken nights that I love. You go home at that right level of pissed. Yeah, that's we opened it. another beer. We really didn't need that that extra beer. I don't think you opened. I don't think I, I, don't think I opened mine. We don't need that extra beer. And then we just had this lovely chat about your family tree, and we spoke about you being in atonement, and it was great. And then that's the point where we should have gone to bed, but we didn't. No, no, no. I was sat in front of the TV at that point. What should we watch? Right. So this is it, isn't it? Obviously, we do this podcast. We're we're quite into pop culture. We love our films. We love. We love a TV show. We love everything. We could have gamed. We could have smashed some Rocket League. But no, you went to find um, Queer Eye. Yes. More than a makeover because we're both massive fans mm. of the show. Particularly Jonathan Van Ness. JVN. We got talking about how much we love JVN. Yes. And we decided we love Queer Eye. But neither of us have watched a lot of Getting Curious with Jonathan Getting Van Ness. Getting Curious with JVN. So we sat and we watched an episode of Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness where 
he was just talking about bugs but and bugs. creepy crawlies. Yeah. And it was just the greatest thing ever because it was either, what was it, gross? Gross or gorgeous. Gorgeous. Gross! Gorgeous! Gorgeous! <laughs> and then that was just us for the next hour yeah. until we was like, we were about to pass out and yeah, sleep. Yeah, couldn't see anymore. Just, <laughs> I, closed my eye, I closed my eyes and all I could see is Jonathan Van Ness. So I think what we're going to do in today's episode is we are going to look at some trailers Mm. Um, there's been a few trailers dropped for films, a couple for games that we thought we'd have a look at. So I think we should decide, in honour of our boy JVN, whether the trailer is gross or gorgeous. <laughs> what do you reckon? Okay, yeah. Should we do that? Like, yeah, fantastic. Right, like that. So this, is, so that section. Oh, you got to say it in that. Yeah, of course. In, in his voice as yeah. well. So that section is going to be sponsored by Jonathan Van Ness. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. And the only thing is, I can't be asked to edit it. But if I could, I would definitely edit JVN into this. Oh yeah, that would be. Oh, could, you know what? You've if got I to can do find a soundbite, got a soundbite of, I will, of, of I will it from it. getting curious. Gorgeous, yeah. gross. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous or oh. gross? Fantastic, yeah. right? So, I, I, I said, this was not planned. At it was all. not planned. I, I said to you, didn't I? I said, I'm sure I had something for the intro, and I can't remember what it was. I knew I wanted to talk to you about something, and I could not remember. And it just popped into my head because I walked in the kitchen, and my Jonathan Van Ness mug was on the side. Oh, right, yeah. I was like, JVN, that's what I want to talk oh, about. I love that mug. It's so cool. It's so cool. Should we get into snack of the week? Oh, yeah, I totally forgot. It's quite late for us for it snack is, of the week. It is quite late for us. Now, we don't really need any snacks because you come around and I have filled you up with snacks. You've done a fantastic job tonight. Okay have been host pizzas got some garlic breads and i found goose island the beer they had beer battered halloumi fries unreal goose island beer battered mac and cheese balls so we've just sat and shoveled our face for the past hour yeah watching the trailers that we should have watched (laughs) (laughs) doing their prep work (laughs) five minutes before so as always every single week until the end of into the podcast which would be when we both die yeah because we're doing this forever yeah this section will be sponsored by Drew Flanagan music. Here come Sam and Ryan, listen to them both speak. They've come for hours all with their pop culture critique. But are you even a nerd if you don't overread? So come on everybody, it's the snack of the week. And there he is, the sexy little man. Obviously, we just played that in the studio. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, definitely yeah, not yeah. going to fuck up the editing this week. <laughs> So that's Drew Flanagan Music, the very sensual young man. So please check him out on YouTube, get him followed on Instagram, on Facebook. He would very much appreciate it. He sent me through loads of his tracks the other day. Yeah. Same. Oh my God, I'm loving them. So good. Just need to get them on Spotify. And this is the problem. Get them on Spotify, Drew. Because I love having them on WhatsApp, but I get them yeah, on Spotify. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> because then at the end of the year, when we talk about that again... Our most played person could be Drew Flanagan Music. Yeah, exactly. 2023 wrapped. Exactly. So let's not talk about this much longer so I don't forget where to put in the, the <laughs> soundbite like I did <laughs> yeah, last week. Good point. Uh, and I've I've treated you again. I, I treat you too much. I, I treat you like me. You own. really do. Look after me. I've a uh, doubled snack of the week. Oh, my days. I have. Best episode ever. I have indeed. Uh, we... Uh, we also forgot to take the picture of the last snack of the week, so we've got to take a picture of these before. Oh, yeah, of course. It was the uh, raspberry... It was the raspberry Mars. Raspberry smash. Which, when Mars we got Mars. home mega pissed, I ate mine. He did, It yeah. was such a he perfect after-piss-up snack. I found the wrapper just lost, like, thrown somewhere in the Smushed kitchen. Smudged up on the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was covered in fucking caramel. I just need to put it there. <laughs> yeah. So, snack one is a whoopee. 
Oh, whoopee. I thought... What is if a whoopee? If Ryan's coming to my house, I think we should share some whoopee. <laughs> and I think it's time that we had some whoopee together, mate. I'm looking forward to having some whoopee together. So, again, these were a very special treat found in Palm Stretcher. <laughs> Classic. And they basically just looked to me... Well, they say eight sandwich, chocolate sandwich cakes. They're just a cheap version of wagon wheels. Oh, I love a wagon wheel. I love a wagon wheel. I prefer a jammy wagon wheel. Yeah. But these... Oh, my God. These are a lot thicker, though. They're quite beastly. So you kind of like a tea cake. You you get yourself onto the whoopee, my friend. The whoopee. Okay. And uh, yeah, this looks good. It does. Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Is is for the whoopee, my friend. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, not the best flavor. No. Very coconutty. Yeah, I'm not a big coconut. I'm fan. not either. Okay. Okay, I'm putting that down. Yeah, me too. I don't yeah. want <laughs> Not much to say about him. Yeah, they are covered in this white cake. Let's have a look. Oh my God, it's so coconutty. Milk chocolate coated sandwich with marshmallow filling. It's not, it's coconut. That is definitely coconut. Mm. And for snack number two. It's quite dry as well, that whoopee. It's a fucking good job I got these and I got the drinks. Oh, for snack yes, number I was two. just thinking I really need somewhere <laughs> to wash down that, <laughs> that bite of whoopee. <laughs> Right, let's get rid of them because they're fucking grim. They were, they were, they were terrible. <laughs> I mean, the worst snack. That's yeah. the worst snack of the week. Yeah, we only managed like a little bite each. <laughs> oh my god, my mouth's so dry. It's like literally absorbed all the moisture from my body. But we can wash that down, my friend, with Virgil's handcrafted root beer. Oh my god, I found this down the American Isle. So I'm assuming this is it, American? Is it? Yes, it is. It's a uh, product of the USA. You know, I like. All Tesco's and shit have the American section now. Or yeah. The, yeah, I found this down there, and I was like, I've never had root beer in my life. I don't know what root beer is. I have no idea. Now, I could have gone nice because they had a vanilla flavour or a black cherry flavour, and black cherry is my favourite flavour. Yeah. But I thought, no, if we're doing this, it's only fair that we go original root beer. Original. If we're going to go American, we're going to do it properly. Sniff test? Sniff test. Oh, that smells fucking awful. I can't think of what it actually smells of. No. Root. Mouthwash. Mouthwash. It, yeah, it's yeah. mouthwash. Yeah, 100%. Colgate, right. Chin chin, my friend. Cheers. Here is to Virgil's handcrafted root beer brought to you by Drew Flanagan Music. <laughs> <laughs> what a random sentence I met there that you thought you'd never ever say. <laughs> I don't think Drew ever thought anyone would say it either. <laughs> That is the weirdest experience. Oh my God. That is mouthwash. That is mouthwash, but sweet mouthwash. How do you feel? Like my mouth's really clean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should use this for bedtime, mate. <laughs> that is such a weird flavour. Okay. So, so it's a soft drink. So Virgil's Root Beer flavoured soft drink. Oh, it's got caffeine and gluten in it. Cane sugar. That's all I can read. Fresh and beverage tastes... Oh, fuck knows. So root beer then is just a soft drink? Yeah. Plain caramel. Yeah. Citric acid. Cane sugar. Natural flavouring. So I don't know why it tastes a fucking Colgate. It's such a... I'm going to have a little bit more. Yeah, we need to check the ingredients on Colgate later as well. Oh my God, that is... That's so, literally like Listerine or something. It's a weird experience because it's very Moorish. I don't know how I feel about that. 
It was so much better than the whoopee. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, right, say something while I drink. Um, okay. You put me on the spot now, and I'm nervous. <laughs> I, I really like that. I'll probably... I'm telling you now, you don't know how to feel about it. Take Rand off it. In a couple of minutes, you'll go straight back for that. Oh, yeah, I will. You've got a Vimto next to you. You'll go for that. It's quite nice and refreshing because it's cold. Yeah. Oh, I've got it straight in the fridge, mate. Not, I, I got it nice and early as well, so I'll get it chilled for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Does Does Mrs. Chidden treat you this good? <laughs> she doesn't. I'm moving in here. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Claire, but you're going to have to step your game up, mate. <laughs> you need to start giving him some whoopee. <laughs> the, key no, to, don't, the key to any healthy marriage. <laughs> if I don't give him whoopee, he doesn't like whoopee. <laughs> Well, I don't know. You've had Whoopi with me. Maybe you like Whoopi with Claire. Yeah, we'll try it. <laughs> oh, I bought them purely for that joke, and it's not as funny as I thought. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Yeah. Are we happy? We're feeling good. Move on. Let's move on. I think that's enough for Whoopi and Virgil's root beer. The picture's so cool, though. I yeah, like it's the cool as fuck. It was the picture. Although, I'm definitely going to try the vanilla and red chip. They're quite expensive, though. Are they? Yeah, it's about £2 a bottle. Which I suppose isn't much different to a fucking price of a Fanta now, is it? Yeah, but so, yeah, that's true. Right. <clears throat> We're going to do a top five. We bloody are. We didn't do one last week. Absolutely not. So we said <laughs> most weeks we would either do a 60 second recommendation or a top five. So what we thought we'd do this week is both. <laughs> 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 because by week seven, we're running out of content. <laughs> Didn't take as long, did it? It really didn't. Yeah. This was one of those weeks where we was both really busy. Yeah, it's been super busy. And we've not had time to watch anything. We're, we've barely gamed. We Yeah, no, I'm really disappointed about that. I've had a little bit of Call of Duty. We had about an hour or so of Call of Duty on Monday, which is the first time I played it in like about 10 days or something. Yeah. Maybe and the week before. Yeah. That's it. I've had absolutely no telly, no films. Yeah. So it was a little bit short on it. That's why the trailers came in handy. Yeah. And to be fair, there's a lot of really good films to talk talk about that are coming out. So it was, was a really good chance to do that, I think. Definitely. So this week, uh, this got brought up by Drew Flanagan of Drew Flanagan Music. So he sponsors Snack of the Week. He now sponsors 60 Second Recommendation. And he was the one that gave us the idea for this uh, top five. And he's our only listener. <laughs> <laughs> Your mum listens. Oh, yeah. And listens. I don't think she does, actually. I think she, she just, just likes our she content. She likes everything we do. <laughs> yeah, don't actually listen to it. And the thing is, and I, what, what I'm going to say is, if you are listening, Mrs. Chidden, we've never met, but what I do like is that you don't just like our pictures, you react mm. to every one of our pictures. You either love it or you do the laughy face, like you fully re- react. Yeah. And I like that. This is a little bit more than a thumbs up, because I find a thumbs up very patronising. <laughs> <laughs> Thumb just up, mocking you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well done. Yeah, nice one. Oh, well yeah, done. You took a pretty picture about yeah. your podcast, you prick. Uh, uh, get a real job. <laughs> I did get. I got messages today from our good friend and uh, listener Magdalena saying, "Just catching up on your podcast." I, I also fucking hate Jamie Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things to yeah. take from the podcast, yeah. So if anyone's not listening, Jamie Oliver was prick of the week two weeks ago. <laughs> Sponsored by Drew Fleming Music. <laughs> <laughs> top five. <laughs> let's give let's give it top five minutes of <laughs> absolute bollocks. So top five this week. Drew asked us. I said to him, "Would you want to do you want us to do a top five? Is there anything you're interested in?" And he gave us, which is something we had discussed previously. Mm. So we pulled it in now. Top five pop culture weapons. Oh, yeah, weapons from films, from TV shows, books, comics, fucking video games. Any weapon. 
Uh, let's be honest, they might, they will exist. Oh, you've Gimli's axe, mate. We've played with it. We have played with it. You and me jumped on your spare bed and played with the lightsabers. Yeah, like my Force FX lightsabers. Five year olds. Yeah, I so had a great time. We know they are real. Exactly. So this is a really, really good one because things like you know we've done uh, vehicles and things like that. I just love objects, inanimate objects that become their own character. Yeah, and I think that. They, like the vehicles, this is another one of them that a weapon can become a character or an extension of a character. Yeah, absolutely. You know, where would I'm trying to say one that I don't think you'll have? <laughs> okay, so uh, Indiana Jones, I'm assuming you haven't gone for that. No, I have not gone for that. Where would Indiana Jones be without his whip? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. It's iconic as well, isn't it? Iconic, like, he, he's, yeah. that The whip is just as much of part of his character as the way he talks, the way he acts. It's, it's literally part of him definitely and so for example i've got this pretty cool mug that um my daughter bought me last year it's a big mug and it's got something like 50 pictures on it little tiny pictures and it's a guess the film mug nice and that's cool so this is a perfect example of that indiana jones is the hat and the whip right oh yeah 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 so yeah. it's things like that so i'd like you to go first ryan because you're a very pretty man oh thank you you're welcome um okay I feel we might have a lot of the same. Do you, do you think? I think we're going to have a couple of the same, yeah. Probably. Um, I actually found this one quite easy. Me too. And yeah. I'm surprised because there's so many iconic weapons. I think the thing is, this is definitely going to be more subjective. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if you are into swords and axes, you're going to pick swords and axes. Mm. So for me, as we just said, Indiana Jones' whip is so iconic, it would be on every list that you search. Yeah. Not for me. I've got no interest in a whip. Yeah, no, same. I wouldn't have one. And I think, I think with this, I don't know, probably similar to a lot of the lists that we've done, if I was to do this list again, I could probably have five different things. Yes. And be happy with them. Mm -hmm. But I think you're, you're totally right that this one's going to be, this one's just going to be totally down to personal preferences. So Definitely, yeah. You, my list will, a lot of the weapons will be of no surprise because they'll be from things that you know I like. Lord of the Rings. And... Things that we've talked about. <laughs> of but course, yeah. I'll give you a shocking fact straight away. Go Nothing from Lord of the Rings. Really? Yeah, no Lord of the Rings. I thought we'd have Aragorn's Sword. Sword. Anduril. Flame Anduril. of the West. Yep. No. Doesn't make it. Wow. Mm. I, I purposely, when I was giving the example, didn't go for that because yeah. I thought you had it. I mean, it is it is cool. I do like it. I don't... Is it... It's, uh, right, okay. It's iconic. But for... In the book, he has that sword as soon as he leaves Rivendell. So yep. right at the start and then carries it throughout. But in the films, they change that, and he only gets it right at the end, like halfway through the third film. Yeah. So it'd be weird. So, I don't know. I just feel like it's that took away a bit of its magic okay, a little bit from the films. It's still really cool. At the end of the day, it doesn't have anything particularly magic or different about it. I know it's a sword that chopped the ring off Sauron's finger mm, back in the day. magic. Not necessarily magic, but you know what I mean? Does that have any anything overly unique yeah other than okay I get, it's, yeah, it's I get a cool saying. sword it's a cool sword that's but, it yeah but what's to make it different to any other really cool sword yeah all right yeah that makes sense does that make sense yeah it does yeah so anyway i've not given you one yet so <laughs> no, so what's your first one then dick my first one okay i'll go for uh, something we've talked about a lot gears of war and i've gone for the lancer i have also got the lancer it's just incredible it's such a cool <clears> gun so the lancer is a machine gun 
pretty standard for any shooter game. But the main difference and what sets it apart from any other weapon is that it's got a chainsaw on the front of it. And there is nothing more satisfying than when you're playing that game and you are chainsawing people to absolute pieces. Yeah. It is. When you've got wretches running at you. Yeah. They're little bastards and they fucking jump away from bullets. Yeah. Just, it doesn't matter. Run at me, bro. Because yeah. I've just, got my just chainsaw run at me. Yeah. Just c- come at me. I'm and not even going to come to you. You come yeah, to me. Yeah. And they're just, you know, you rip them to pieces. Blood splatters everywhere. It's so over the top. And it's just so satisfying. So there's one more thing satisfying than lancing a wretch. Is when you come across another guy yeah with a lancer and you have the lancer battle. like it's a duel and you have to mash the button yeah, yeah to not lose that it that is the coolest thing because you know you're winning it, yeah. don't, it don't matter what difficulty you're playing on you're winning that lancer oh battle. yeah yeah every single uh, the only time you don't is if you've looked down and you've missed it yeah or if you're playing online yeah you, yeah well yeah fairs yeah um, they do like to kill you on that yeah so but it's just so cool like yeah you, if you start to like chainsaw someone and then you make like so you come up and then we're both chainsawing the same guy or someone does it from behind it's just yeah it's just so satisfying. And that was the gun that was introduced in Gears of War 1. And we're still, it is still the main weapon, Gears of War the 5. The whole way through. So and it always will be. It, it doesn't need to change because it's already perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's my first one. I've done these, they're in no particular order. Of course. They never will be, will no, they? It's too hard. So I'm going to go, obviously I've got that. So I'm going to go for the other one I assume you have, which is the lightsaber. I have the lightsaber. Of course. I, it's so hard. Well, what the fuck do you say about the lightsaber? To me, I mean, this is number one to me. It would always be number one. I'd probably say number one as well because they are just. We just the, said we wouldn't. But, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, this yeah. is the top. That is the first one I wrote. Yeah, it was the first one I wrote because this is just the most iconic, greatest weapon in pop culture. Yes, in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the best thing about it is. If you're a diehard Star Wars fan, you can pick out the difference between Vader's, Luke's, Mace Windu's. You know, you, you, you can you can pick out your favourites. Yeah. But if you don't, they all look the same. They're still fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. And until the, the bloody... I mean, so for me, I love the lightsaber, but I love the darksaber as well. Yeah, it's cool. And there's so many different variations of it that are just so fucking yeah. badass. I mean, that one's more of a sword than a lightsaber, isn't yeah. it? But, um, yeah, until the colour comes out, you don't know what you're expecting. Yeah. Um, your double enders. Double enders. We Darth love Maul turned a double up in ender, that. mate. Oh, unreal. That, um, so, yeah, that would have been the first time we've seen anything like that. There wasn't anything in the first three, was there? Not, no. I'm just trying to think there wasn't like a background character with something like that. Was no, there? no. First three, it was very much Luke's blue one, Luke's green one, Vader's red one. Yeah, that was it. That, yeah, when that came into it, different, different fucking game now. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Different game when that steps up. I just hey, so there's there's nothing you can say about the lightsaber other than it is the greatest. It's just it's just so so cool. Um, I mean, I love swords anyway, and this is like you, you know you saw sword on steroids. It's the ultimate fantasy sword, fantasy weapon. Um, and I think like we said before, the lightsaber becomes part of the character definitely. So you can who's ident- Luke with that is lightsaber. Yeah, and like it like transitions. Like obviously Luke has the blue one, and then he has his green one, which probably has his green one because his blue one wouldn't show up in when they were filming outside in Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> but I love his green one. It's just, you know, incredible. And then he got the, the red one for the Sith and stuff. So little bits like that. And even if you've never seen Star Wars, have no interest in Star Wars, you know what a lightsaber is. You know what exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. You, you know, can make the noises. Yeah. That's it. And I think that's what, it's one of the most iconic, if not the most iconic weapon of all time. 
I think so. And I would like to hear from listeners if anyone, again, it's very subjective. Do you agree with us? Can you come to us with something different? So, for example, I, when we spoke about this earlier on Teams when we was definitely working, I said, obviously, the big battle between Star Wars and Star Trek. A lot of people are say, what about the phaser? Yeah. That's not for me. That doesn't do so it for me. So, fair, someone might come to just go, no, the phaser gun is way more iconic. I don't, I think, again, if you put a lightsaber in front of anyone, they'd know it's a lightsaber. Yeah. If you put a phaser in front of everyone, they wouldn't know what it is. Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm not saying it's better or it's worse because I'm not a Star Wars fan, a Star Trek fan, sorry. I don't yeah. watch Star Trek. So it, if I was, maybe I'd have more of an argument for it. But I just think iconic wise, this is what I love and this is what everyone knows. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I think from here on out, we should be fine. We've gone through four already just because I knew we'd have them both. Yeah, yeah. That's why I brought that one out next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like you said, it was the first one I wrote down. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Great. And I've got five Force FX ones at home. You have? With. Oh my God, they're so cool. Um, Next one, I've gone for, it's a little bit cheeky because it's actually two weapons in one. Interesting. Any guess? No. Really? It's from one of my favourite films of all time, Aliens, and it is Ripley... Ripley's pulse rifle and flamethrower combination. Oh my god, yes. Okay. So the pulse rifle is such a cool weapon anyway. It's just for those that don't know it is basically a machine gun. Um it's got a pump action grenade on the end. It makes a really distinctive sound. Um very iconic and you know when we play like the aliens games I absolutely love having a pulse rifle because the sound is just unique. So that's a cool weapon on its own. But then, how do you make that even better? You get a flamethrower and literally sellotape and belt it to it. (laughs) So you've got a flamethrower, pulse rifle, grenade launcher combination, all the badassery you would ever need for killing hordes of aliens, the alien queen, and, you know, generally fucking shit up. Yeah, fucking everything up. Yeah. Fucking, the problem is I cannot, I cannot compete with that with my next three. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's so cool. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, let's be honest, badassery is all, is all it is. Yeah. It, I mean, let's be honest, Ripley is one of the most fucking badass One of my favourite characters of all time. Action characters of all time. Yeah. And she deserves... The gun that shows what she is. Yeah, and uh, like the gun almost represents who she is as character, doesn't she? Oh, like, definitely. you know, you know, she starts off in Alien What and the first Alien. Uh, you know, she's quite like just a terrified survivor, like everyone. Um, and then second one, she's mixed with all these badass hombre, space marine type guys. You know, these colonial marines. Um, but she's still the most badass. Definitely. Oh, fucking you too know? right. Yeah, none of them have a pulse rifle. Pulse rifle. Flame even Vasquez with a crazy Gatling gun thingy. That's pretty cool. That is but really we've, cool. We've seen Gatling guns before. Yeah. And Ripley's just the best. Yeah. So I love Ripley. Love that gun. <clears throat> I'll tell cool. you what. So then. I don't know if I'd cast as cheating because it's two in one. But no, I, no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna not. say sellotaping two weapons together. That makes it one. It does make it one. That's how it works. There you go. Yeah. Fight me. <laughs> come on, bro. Come on. I don't I'll get come... Ripley on you. I don't know. No. So what? What I'm going to do is then this definitely won't beat it. But you've gone from one badass woman, so I'm going to bring another badass woman to the table. The Chakram. The Chakram. Zena. Zena, the Warrior Princess. Please do the noise. <laughs> Not the new oh, noise. The Chakram. The noise she does when she like throws it. All oh, right. Because like, when it is, it goes ding, ding, every ding, time. Ding, yeah, ding, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her um like bellow that she does. Oh, what's that? Is that like? That, yeah, yeah. Oh, la, 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 
Yeah, thing. there you go. That was good. That was good. You nailed that. <laughs> oh dear, that's. Is we, that should okay? re- we should rewatch Zena. <laughs> we've been saying this, haven't we? Yeah. We said we were going to um, we was going to do like a Patreon thing where we watch <laughs> Young Hercules. Young Hercules. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Young Hercules. Yeah. Who knew? Because we are. This, this was just as we was talking about doing this podcast. We got on. I think the conversation went on for three days. Yeah. We kept coming back to it, and it was Zena Hercules, and then. When I was Googling it, like, shit, if we do this podcast, we should definitely do a side thing on this. Then I found out there was a young Hercules with a fucking child Ryan Gosling. Unbelievable. young Hercules. I can't believe it. So, yeah, we'll definitely, do, we'll watch it and we'll, yeah. we can start doing that as Xena episode of the week or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible. Xena's so, oh, fuck me, she's so cool. Lucy Lawless. Lucy well. Lawless. Oh, Just such a crush on yeah. Lucy Lawless. Growing up, her, and I can't remember, what was her little psychic name, the blonde lass? Gabrielle, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, and it was always a bit of a mix-up between them two of like, well, I've got a crush on both of these, yeah. but I don't want to cheat on the other. That's it. I did have that as well. But yeah. Xena was way more badass. Oh, easily. And then she stepped in Spartacus and oh. we saw Lucy Lawless in another light. Yes, the light that we always <laughs> wanted to see. <laughs> our, our 12-year-old boy fantasy all oh. came true in that film, <laughs> yeah. that TV show, didn't it? <laughs> It's just such a cool fucking weapon, isn't it? Yeah. Tell us about the weapon. What is it? So, now, hold on. I need to get, where's my phone? Because I'm trying to remember what the little um, thing in the, the the encryption in the middle is. Oh, yeah. Chakram weapon. Here it is. So it's like, all right, I've got a picture of it up. Oh, no, it's not. So it's basically just like a round circle, so to speak, with a bit that you hold in the middle. Yeah. It's one massive razor that you yeah. swing around. I could have swore blind it had an encryption around the side of it, but it doesn't. So unless that was in something else I saw. So basically just a circle holds in the middle and she just flings it, uses yeah. it as a boomerang, and it takes bitches down. Yes. She's cool as shit. Obviously she does the whole before she yeah. throws it. Yeah. Oh, it, it's just so cool. And it also so cool. it made me think of Xena the Warrior oh, Princess yeah. again. And I'll be honest with you, probably thought about her more than the weapon. Yeah. Whilst I was thinking about this. Well, that weapon is iconic for her character. Absolutely. I, you think of Xena, you think of the Chakram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not first. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Third. <laughs> Fourth, maybe? I don't <laughs> oh god we've, we've proper turned to teenage boys here i get a little bit hot under the collar yeah, thinking know, yeah. about it. i should have gone for hercules right here for a fact, you know, i feel the same about hercules to be fair what's his name kevin sorbo yeah was remember when we spoke about this when we was playing uh was it was playing rocket league and drew just went off on this oh, massive yeah. run he knows everything about that guy doesn't he yeah. Kevin Sorbo, he lives at this address. <laughs> he literally was like that. He's like, oh, did you know that he went drinking in this pub three days ago? We're like, are you okay, Drew? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, obviously not as badass as Ripley, but for me growing up, she was the badass woman in my life. She was a badass woman in my life mm. every week watching yeah. the episode. I think it was a Sunday evening, was it? Like a Sunday night? I think night it might have been, yeah. So every week I got to watch her being badass as fuck, throwing yeah. that chakram and... Just yeah, I totally get that. Uh, you know, lots of love for for. So Zena. my so my third weapon is Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chakram included. Chakram included, yeah. So did you ever you got... play the Xena game? I fucking did, mate. Oh, yes. mate, that was such a good game. It was cool as shit, wasn't it? And in that one, you could throw the Chakram and then you like followed it behind, and yep. you could direct it yes, where it yes, went, good. which was cool because there's a Cyclops right at the start, and you could throw it into his eye. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I would love to replay that game. There was that and there was another one that I, 
they used to play two at the same time. There was that, I think one was called like Rome or something, where he was basically just like a Spartan. Right. And there was that at the same time for the original Xbox, was it? Or PS2? I think, I think Xena was PS1. Was it PS1? Was yeah, it? I think so. Fucking hell, that was a while back. But yeah, I used to play them two all, all the time. I really liked that era and just swords and fucking taking down massive colossal giants and shit. And yeah, it's cool. Right, what's your next one, broski? Um, what's this one? Number four. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've gone from a very random one um, that's not associated necessarily with one person, but a group. Okay. And I've gone for the Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch. So have I. No way! (laughs) I never thought you'd pull that! Yeah, no, yeah, I went for that because not only that as well, it then appeared in Worms and it was the greatest weapon in Worms. It's between that and the banana bomb. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love the banana bomb. Weirdly enough, literally just before you come around, whilst I was chucking food in the oven. I was re-watching the clip of when he's reading the... He's uh, reading the instructions. It's like, <laughs> is it like you count that, to three. Count to three. Never no four. <laughs> Not, four is too many or something, isn't it? Five, we will never get to. <laughs> yeah, five is way off. <laughs> Two is not enough. <laughs> three. <laughs> count to three. <laughs> Oh, oh god monty python and the holy grail what a film what a film i can't believe we both pulled that uh, i know I'm, I'm i'm very shocked i genuinely when you said i've got a random one here i thought you what you got random bro wait till you hear <laughs> <Yeah>. mine <laughs> oh it's so good it's, it's not really in the film that much i think they bring it out literally for that scene if it's i remember uh to kill the killer rabbit isn't yeah. it and yeah, um that's it. Th- with the instructions it's in its little box and like the priests bring it out they and chant then, oh yeah and then king arthur you know pulls a, a little um like crucifix pin out and of he goes, it one two <laughs> one, five <laughs> one two five what, <laughs> what, what, what and just chucks it <laughs> and kills the killer rabbit <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Honestly, I'm so happy you pulled that because I I'd never in a million years thought you'd go. I love Monty Python. It's not something that I don't think we we've ever talked about. We've Monty never Python. discussed it. No. I love Monty Python. I I think it was for my 16th birthday. I don't know if it was my sister. I think my sister or my mum bought me a coconut just so really. We could. And then my mate Ed came round and was basically my patsy. <laughs> <laughs> that is outstanding yeah <laughs> we shall do that oh yeah in fact we, you uh, Max who we're hoping is going to be in the next couple of episodes a friend of ours is going to guest on the on. first guest we are going to a sausage and cider festival together aren't we mm. randomly yeah, um, so for that. I think we should get a coconut for that let's do it I'm down we'll film should, it should, Every- we, should we just fully dress up yeah I'm so I'm addressed as Arthur, King of the Britons. <laughs> yes. yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. We, sh- we need to do a Monty Python episode as well. I'm down, mate. I I'm 100% down absolutely love that. Monty Python. Um, I think I've watched... I don't think I've watched all of Flying Circus because there's so much of it, but I've watched hours and hours and hours yeah. worth. Yeah, I don't think I've, I've seen all of it. Um, but yeah, I've been meaning to re-watch a lot of it as well, so it'd be cool to do an episode. But yeah. <laughs> Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch. Who knew? Who knew? Of all of them, that's the one that I actually thought that the Chakram you might have had. I thought really? it might have been in there. Yeah, never in a million years that. Yeah, I, know. I didn't think of that because I think when I saw Xena, going back to Xena r- recently, 
like the swords and stuff in it are absolutely terrible. Oh, they are yeah. so obviously like like polystyrene, polystyrene. swords. Yep. They look shocking. But um, so I totally forgot about the chakram. Right. Yeah. So my last one, I don't think you'd expect it from me, but I have had a soft spot for this weapon since I was a kid, and I still have it now to the point where I actually want a replica. Right. Um, Green Lantern's power ring. Oh, uh, okay. I think it is one of in because I, you know, I think about the gauntlet, you know, the Infinity Gauntlet, and this and the other kind of powerless without the stones. But even with it, it's cool. It is what it is. But to me, it is just the greatest concept for a weapon in comic book. I don't even know what it is. I've never seen Green Lantern. Have you not? No. So he wears his ring and uses willpower to do whatever the fuck he wants. So if he's got a rocket flying at him, he can get his ring to just zoom, this massive fist and the fist will punch it. Right, Or okay. he can go zoom, and a brick wall. Whatever the fuck he can will up, yeah. he can make the ring do. That's cool. It makes him fly. That's how they all fly. So it it just it turns into a bubble, goes in a bubble around him. Yeah. They fly like that. I just think it is such a cool concept. Growing up, I had this little fake ring and you pressed it in and it went and I had the little green no mask and shit. I loved it. That's I cool. It was so cool. And to this day, um, whilst I was moving the other day, I found that little mask. No it's, way. It's in a box outside. If I find it, I'm going to stick it in one of the... Um, I've got so many boxes out there. <clears throat> but one of the... Uh, Giveaway prizes. One of the mystery boxes. Yeah, I'm going to stick in my fucking Green Lantern mask. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) But yeah, I just think it's so cool. It's such a clever, great concept of you can make it do... It is just a ring. Of course, it's just a ring. And actually, sellability for toys and replicas is just a fucking ring. But it can do whatever you want. Whatever Mm. you have the will to do, will to think up, this ring will do it for you. And that has stayed with me. And I'm not the biggest well dc fan if i'm honest i'm definitely not a big green lantern fan yeah it's just that concept to me is genius that's yeah, cool it is cool yeah like that i have no idea because like i said i've never seen green lantern i've never read it no, don't really know anything about yeah good for you that green you've lantern. not seen it though well done yeah yeah and, that, and that's probably another reason why i haven't seen it because everyone said it's absolute garbage yeah apparently the comics are brilliant yeah um but i've never really got around to it. i don't even think i've got quite a lot of graphic novels upstairs but I never tended to go to DC if it wasn't Batman. The majority mm. of my comics or graphic novels are all Batman. Same, actually. In fact, to quickly going off topic, um, I have just recently got back into buying comics. So I buy comics from Forbidden Planet. And I've, so I've got a few on order. I've just got through the Obi-Wan series. I've had some others come. Yeah. And I got an email today saying my last um, comic book of The Mandalorian will be with me completely forgetting that they're bringing out a new comic book of the Riddler based on Paul Dano's Riddler in the Batman. No way. Yeah. So they're bringing out a new comic of that and that's coming in a couple of weeks. So cool. That's going to be such a cool fucking comic book series. That is very, very cool. I'll I'll lend you one. Yeah, I'll appreciate that. I think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, nice one. Cool. What's your fifth? My last one. Again, a bit of a, bit of a random choice, but from another one of my favourite films. Um, and it's not really anything special. It's not, it's just a, it's not even a weapon, really. It's a cricket bat. From Shaun of the Dead. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, boy. It's just, ah, oh, yeah. Like, it, what more to say? You know, yeah. it's just such a, it's zombie apocalypse film. You know, what do you grab? You grab the nearest thing that's going to hurt someone. Most people, anyone that is into cricket, or even I wasn't even into that cricket. I had a cricket bat growing up. 
You know, what a great weapon to bash zombies' heads in. I still don't think that's the greatest weapon in the film, though. What about the porkies? The, the scene the, when they're in the garden throwing, throwing records. Oh, yeah, and I they love get, that. And they get to back dance, and they're like, no, don't throw that. <laughs> <laughs> don't throw back dance. <laughs> 1988 back dance. Oh, so good. Um, but yeah, just I, I, what I love about I it is, is it's Britishness. And I know I'm not a cricket bat isn't obviously exclusive to like England or Britain, but it is something you'd associate. It's like, stereotypical. Yeah. And like, that's what I, and one of the many, many, many reasons why it sets it apart from like, you know, you're, it's American contemporaries, you know, you don't see anyone using a cricket bat in like Hollywood films. So that's so cool. I mean, Shaun of the Dead is an iconic film, isn't it? The characters are in it are iconic. All the scenes, it's one of those films I can quote probably word, right. word for word. I've seen it hundreds of times. Love Edgar Wright. We've spoke about this, haven't we? I just want Edgar Wright to come on this podcast. That well, would be my <clears throat> ultimate dream. Well, you're taking over Twitter, right? And you've started, you've started taking over Twitter. And the reason I gave you Twitter was you got Edgar Wright to respond to a message, didn't you? On your yeah, own I was personal. tweeting on his. This was years and years ago, and I used Twitter quite a bit. Um, and he was on about something like a. I think he was doing like a, like a Q and A or something down in London. And I was just and I just tweeted asking a question about it, and he just responded to my questions. I was like, oh my god, proper fangirl. Like, oh my god, Edgar Wright just re- like responded to my tweet. It's the weirdest feeling. I remember when. Uh, Kevin Smith liked one of my tweets. Oh, I was yeah. just like, <gasps> oh I mean, my God. I mean, even that itself is so good. Can you imagine if Edgar Wright came on here? I know. So that's your, that's your that thing. That's my dream. It? So I'm literally, the first thing I did as soon as I logged onto the Twitter account was follow Edgar Wright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> account. So I think all I'm going to do is just harass him. Oh, do it. Until, it, until he comes on the podcast. So in, um, I wish I could remember a name now. In when I did Sorry You're In My Seat podcast, which is still going, everyone should go give them a listen because they're two very funny guys. Um, I used to do that with them. And there was this woman that we used to just hound on Twitter. Right. And she's basically like a Z star. She just did extras constantly. But yeah. her role was, she lived in London. Her role was basically, she was trying to make it big. And it was our our mission to make get this woman into a Marvel film. Right, okay. And all we did, we just hounded a Twitter constantly, just big in what, like, proper hype. We had no idea who this woman was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we just found her. I think she wrote on one of our comments, and we was like, who's this woman? We saw that she just did, like, a lot of, like, extras and, like, side parts. And we just hype, hype Manda yeah. for months and months and months. We was trying to get her on. We was like, we will get this woman in a Marvel. <laughs> we want her to play Black, Black Widow or something like that. So yeah, your thing is you need to get as Edgar out on this show. Oh, that, to, that would literally be the greatest day of my life. To come to Lincoln, to sit at this shitty wooden table. Where we, we could travel. We could travel to London. <clears throat> no, he can come here. Well, he can have a whoopee. We, Edgar Wright is not going to be, we're not going to, tr- you know, why? Disgrace ourselves by giving him a fucking whoopee. Look, why are They're you... not even good enough for us and we're trash. <laughs> <laughs> why are you putting us below Edgar Wright? We, we the, man, are, the man is a legend. We are the fucking stars of Into the Podcast. I'm Ryan. a star of Atonement as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was he in Atonement? No. No, he wasn't. But if he directed it, it'd probably have been... <laughs> Way better. Way better. You wouldn't have been in it. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> Where was we? What did you say? <laughs> cricket bat. Cricket bat, sorry. <laughs> We're talking about cricket bats here. Oh, sorry, yeah. And again, or, as I mentioned earlier, if I said to you, draw me a picture of Shaun of the Dead, you'd draw a cricket bat with blood on it. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you? Or the name tag. Or, yeah, you know. yeah. Like, there's, loads, there's loads of iconic stuff about but that. it would be the cricket bat. Like, that's what yeah. I would associate immediately yeah. with that that glorious film because it's it is one film. of the greatest fucking zombie films of all time. Yeah, maybe the greatest ever. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a big zombie fan and I love the originals, but... Yeah, same. Actually... That is the greatest zombie film of all time. Uh, yeah, it's the, one of those films that I can just watch on repeat. Mm. Literally finish it and then put yeah. it back on. We did, um, I've done an episode on the Cornetto trilogy, but I'd like to do that again. Yeah, me too. Because they're just, it's, and it'd be great to have a guest on as well. We all take a film each yeah. and we all just discuss them. Yeah, and I have an unpopular opinion about that, the Cornetto trilogy. Tell me. My very, very unpopular opinion is that I think The World's End is my favourite. Mate, I'm telling you now, that was my opinion on the podcast when we did no it. No way! I was like, actually, I love it. There's just something about this. Yeah. I think it's because it's the underdog and it's so underrated that, fuck, this film is great. The, the, without going on a tangent, because I will I will talk for an entire episode. <laughs> we'll definitely do an episode about, um, about that. But yeah, it speaks to me in a... I, I, I don't know, I can relate to it in a lot of ways, I think, and that's why I love it so much. But that's 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 for another day. Okay, right. We we'll do that very soon. Yeah. Within the next few episodes, maybe after Christmas, we'll we'll do the Cornetto trilogy because I'd really like to hear your opinion on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe we wait a little bit. I hara- harass yes Edgar Wright a little bit, and then he can come on and we can all pick a film each. Mm. Yeah, definitely. All although Edgar, he's a big film buff himself, isn't he? Mm. So he might just want to talk about a random subject rather than talking about himself. Yeah, but we'd say, look, mate, you're on our podcast, all right? We're, no, not- we're going to give him the option, <clears throat> treat him like royalty. Yeah, he can do a 60-second recommendation then. Or he can do one of his top five biscuits or something like that. Yeah, he yeah. can bring the snack of the week. Yes, he can. I said that to Max the other day, who's going to be our first guest. I said, you have oh, to bring the snack of the week. And he was like, that is such shit hostmanship. It's like, you're bringing the snack. He has to bring the snack. Otherwise, he's not coming. <laughs> I don't even know who listens to the podcast. If you do, bring the snack, you prick. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, right, sixty-second recommendation, sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by Drew Flanagan Music. I was sat there the other night, randomly. I can't remember what I was doing, and I got a message from Drew, and I was like, "Oh, hey, what's going on here?" Just a uh, like a twenty-second soundbite, and I immediately knew what it was. None of us had asked him, texted him, asking for it, but we did say in the last episode, didn't we? We did. Did you? Yeah, one. And he did not one. fucking mess about, did he? No, he was straight on it within like two days or something. Yeah, and we got said it. So everyone, this is sixty-second recommendation. Sixty-second recommendations into the pod shortest presentation. Music, film, even serial. Sixty seconds recommending. Listen close, it's not never ending. Time is short. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it never ceases to amaze oh, me. Oh, it's so good. I, I love the fact that the. <laughs> The 60-second recommendation jingle is probably 30 seconds in itself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, Drew, I love it. The problem is, I was going to get him to do as a jingle for top five, but we can't because today we would have had a jingle for everything. We'd have had a jingle every 10 minutes. Yeah, but I love that. You reckon? Yeah. All right, we need a top five then, please, Drew. Yeah. Sorry, Al. Right, so this will come out Monday. I want to see what day we get the jingle for top five because this came quick. It did come quick. And it's fucking great. Mm. That boy, he just, 
he's, talented. He's a wordsmith, is That's what he it. is. Yeah. He's a wordsmith. Yeah. He is. Right. The Shakespeare of our times. That's he really is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time is short. <laughs> Time is short. <laughs> Oh, right. right. We spent so, so long on just talking about 60-second recommendations. <laughs> Definitely longer than the recommendation What is itself. it? What is your recommendation, Ryan? Um, so, I've gone for this week. Are you going to time me? Um, well, you can say what it is now, and then I'll time it. Just- yeah, okay. So, I have gone for a TV show that has been taking up all of my time recently, all free time for the last few weeks, maybe month or so. I've been binging this TV show. Me and Claire have smashed it, and we're finally up to date on season five, it is called Yellowstone. Go. So Yellowstone is a TV show. Set, it's set in modern times, but it's set in Montana. Um, and it's about a family who own a ranch, um, a huge ranch that they've had for hundreds of years. And it's about them trying to keep it. So there's like a Native American reservation nearby. They want to expand. There's obviously like all these businessmen that come in from like California. They want to build on it. They want to like modernize and, you know, cut down all the trees and, and you know, put up ski resorts and stuff like that. And lots of family drama, lots of action, lots of beautiful shots of, like, cowboys herding animals in the mountain. This is all beautiful. There's lots of... There's everything in it. Comedy, drama, you know, em- emotional scenes, love, like romance. It's got it all. It's been recommended to me by a lot of people. It's on Paramount+. Plus. It's the only downside... Um, but check it out if you can. Yellowstone is fantastic. Brilliant. Couple of seconds to spare. And Paramount Plus at the moment, if I'm right, you get a free month if you buy a pack of Doritos. Yeah, I think they're doing a free what? trial as well. <clears throat> oh, are they? Yeah. Because yeah. I know it's recently I bought some Doritos for whatever and they had a free subscription or whatever it was. So if you want to pay for the first month, you just want to watch, you just want to binge Yellowstone after yeah. Ryan's recommendation, buy a bag of Doritos because you can eat said Doritos whilst listening to the podcast. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I've actually never heard of Yellowstone. Yeah. Um, when you said that to me, I was like, no idea what that is. Um, and within, I'm going to say 10 seconds, because you sent me that whilst I was in London the other day. I was walking in the underground. You said Yellowstone. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't really know what that is. And then within 10 seconds, I saw a poster for Yellowstone. Mm. And I was like, okay, there it is. I know what it is now. Yeah, I think it's massive in America. Yeah. Um, well, it's on Paramount Plus, so it must be. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, interesting. Hour episodes? Yeah, 45 minutes or an hour. Okay, interesting. I will give it a go. I'm all about the sort of, I, I like real good sort of cinematography in beautiful scenery. And yeah. That, be, again, we've said this, but it becomes its own character, doesn't it, in a place yeah. like that? Yeah. So, for me, I would watch it just for that. Yeah, good bit of action, nice story, but just in a beautiful, beautiful scenery around yeah. it. This, that you can just yeah. really get involved. Some with of the characters are incredible as well. So iconic, like fantastic. I don't want to say more because I've gone over my sixty seconds. Cool, right? So your sixty-second recommendation by Drew Flanagan Music is Yellowstone. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> so we're an hour in. Well, I don't know how we've done that. 
They just getting longer and longer. Like that. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Like, so, we spent uh, 40 minutes talking about root beer or something today, <laughs> do we? <laughs> we need to stop these snack of the weeks. If you, if you carry on chatting shit about snack of the weeks, we're not doing them anymore. I think one episode should just be snacks, snacks. of the week. <laughs> snacks. snacks <laughs> we bring 10 week. snacks in and that's it. <gasps> Top five snacks. That Top could be the whole snacks. thing. The yeah, whole episode is just us trying snacks that the yeah. other person untried. There you go. Oh my God, yes. Because it's not always got to be about film and pop culture. It can be we're, about food. We, we chat about whatever we want. Exactly. We'll it's do podcast. what we want yeah. yeah that's right and then drew will stop listening <laughs> or one listener yeah sad times right so we're going to talk about a few trailers some really good trailers there are some really good trailers were they were they were they gorgeous or were they gross <laughs> uh, I, oh, I forgot about that well done <laughs> are they gorgeous or are they gross now we i had already watched them uh, well i'd watched all bar one i think you pop round whilst we was shovel shoveling food in our faces we put them run, back run, on run, the trailer run. As always, we did not discuss them with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kept our mouths shut, moved on to the next one, so we could discuss it on air. So the first one we are going to look at is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Indiana Jones 5. So, Ryan, how do you feel about there being an Indiana Jones 5? I'm quite happy with that. I love the Indiana Jones films. Well, the original trilogy. Um Yeah. I haven't watched them for years and years and years, but as a kid, I used to binge them. Um, obviously, the Crystal Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was it? Yes, mate. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that's a thing. Yep. So it, it got brought out. Yep. So I'm kind of glad that they bring out five because part of me thinks try and undo some of the damage from the fourth one. You know, <clears throat> Harrison Ford still looks good for his age really? to say he's. I think so. What is he, like mid-70s? Yeah, he think, looks good for that. I don't know. I'll be honest with you, watching that trailer, and uh, if you guys are going to go and give this a watch, he looked younger in some scenes than he did others. And I'm not talking about the, when they go back. There's some scenes where they're literally in the same shot. You can just tell whether they're using anti-aging or whether it's the makeup they're using. He looked older in certain parts. Yeah, and that's one thing I wanted to talk about. Where. I think the idea. Uh, what I'll get into that in a second. I guess what the I, I like the idea of the film. You know, when we saw him in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Obviously, I didn't. I was very nervous of that about that being getting a sequel, but he was great in that, and he was still cool. He was still badass. He still he still had it. You know, mm-hmm. and that wasn't that long ago, really. He's just a grumpy old man, though, isn't he? Now, yeah. now in real life, and he's just playing a lot of grumpy old men. Yeah, at the moment, yeah. Which I but, suppose but is kind of cool. Indiana Jones was always kind of a little bit. He was. Oh, a, he, he, was he was always yeah, a bit yeah. grumpy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was he never was. like he was never like your happy-go-lucky guy. No. But the trailer, so I was kind of hoping for you know less CGI, like this Christmas skull, King, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Less like stupid, like slapstick almost comedy, you know, like the one where I haven't seen that film since it came out in cinema, but I remember bits like him getting blown up by the nuke and he's survived it because he's stood in it, like stood in, in a, a fridge. fridge. Yeah. And shit like that. It was just terrible. So I was hoping they'd go a bit more throwback to like the originals. Trailer didn't fill me with confidence. Didn't fill me with confidence. I'll be honest with you, I'm the opposite of you. I kind of thought you've killed it, leave it. Yeah. After kingdom of the crystal skull yeah it took me forever to get around and watch it i only did it because we was doing an episode on it it was dog shit and yeah i was of the opinion of you fucked it leave it now right just yeah. fairs you fucked it it won't take away the others oh no 
you yeah. know, they're still brilliant. Yeah, and they, they can't be touched, I don't think. But yeah, to me, this trailer, it didn't fill me with confidence. There were, there's a random scene in it where it looks like he's flying the Millennium Falcon yeah. into hyperspace. There was just so, so much CGI. And like you said, he, it was so obvious that it's just a stuntman and the CGI his face on, I yeah. think, in some of those shots. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I've only seen it once and was, you know, but it looked poor, I thought. It did look quite poor. I, it did not fill me, fill me with confidence. I feel like it's one of them, a little bit like the new Jurassic Park films or Jurassic World. They are relying on the nostalgia of the old ones to get them through when they're actually just bad films. And do you know what? Did you watch the newest Jurassic World? No, I gave up on the second one, Fallen Kingdom Fallen or something, Kingdom. which was just... Bad. It was unwatchable for me. <clears throat> right. I had to, it was one, one of the very, very rare occasions where I just turned a film off and never went back to it. Really? I hated it. So I didn't mind the last one. It wasn't good. Yeah. But what they did was they got all the old characters. They relied on old versus new, and you have all the guys in one area, the new guys, the old guys, all the females in another area obviously the females are doing better because <clears throat> they, they're trying to bring it around um and you know what it, it was in your face but the, it was one of those we're doing this because we can and we want yeah. you to they were so in open and honest about what they wanted from it they were like all right fairs fair enough it's shit but we see what you're doing we, we yeah. know what you're doing fair enough you're trying to give us something a bit quirky, old versus new. Do you like the old ones? Do you like the new ones? Let's bring them together. Let's bring the old boys that like Jurassic Park in with the kids these days who like Jurassic World. And it was that in your face that I actually forgave it slightly. Yeah. Still not a good film, but I forgave it. It wasn't unwatchable to me. Fair. Yeah, yeah. fair. So is this gorgeous or gross? This trailer, Indiana Jones 5. Gross! Gross! <laughs> Thank you, JVN. This is gross. Gross. Very gross. And so, I'm sad about that. It, yeah, a little bit. I don't know. I'll say that. Obviously, it's still the first trailer. I'll, I'll be open-minded. I'll probably still go see it. It's just initial reaction. And I suppose that's what we're going off here. Initial reactions. Initial reactions. Gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I'll, we'll probably go together to watch it. Because you can't not watch a film like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And I still, I'm still a big Harrison Ford fan. So, yeah. so if we're going to go from a grumpy old man... Mm. to a grumpy old bear. Next, we're going to talk about cocaine bear. Oh, my God. So this oh, is no. something that kept popping up on my Facebook, inspired by true events. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I've not looked into it. I'm going to, but I'm not going to until I've seen the film. I would like to, I was going to do, oh, shit, sorry. Just going back to that, that is released on the 30th of June, 2023 for Indiana Jones. So cocaine bear, this popped up, I was like, okay, interesting. I do want to know what the alleged true events were, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to do it till after I watch the film because it's basically the idea of it is a load of cocaine get dropped out of a plane where they're trying to do a multi-multi-million fucking cocaine deal in the, and it flies all over wherever it is, um, Montana or wherever, and a load of it ends up in the forest and a bear consumes a brick of cocaine and then just goes and fucks everything up. Yes. I, your face (laughs) says it all. I can't wait to watch this film. Because I don't mind bullshit films, and that's exactly what this is. Bullshit. It looks funny. The comedy in it looks quite good. I don't know. It does look bullshit. Against the wild. 
in his office tits. So there's a scene where because everywhere he goes, there's just cocaine because it's just been flying. Yeah, and there's like just ridiculous scenes where there's a severed leg that is ripped off, and he rubs his nose in it to get some of the cocaine back up. It's like it's ridiculous. Uh, it does look ridiculous. Not uh, only is it ridiculous, it's got Ray Liotta in it. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like, obviously, like, unfortunately for him, his last role probably before he died. So, talk to me. Why do you hate this idea so much? I don't hate it. It just looks stupid. Do you not it's, like stupid? Um, I can take or leave it. I think if it's done well, it can be fantastic. If it's done bad, it's just bad. And do you think this looks bad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't like, know. It's, it's one of them that I will probably still go to see, just because. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Like, something to do maybe with, like, the sickos or whatever. We could go see it because yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. It going to be a ridiculous, ridiculous film. Because I think there's a big difference between ridiculous... Th- I don't know, this fills me with a bit of, I think this is going to be fun. This doesn't give me, like, Sharknado v- vibes or, you know, mm. the real ridiculous... Ri- that is an example of real yeah. ridiculous. I mean, well, you say real, it's not as bad as that. It's a bear... <laughs> On cocaine, yeah, just running around eating people. It happened in real life, apparently. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I forgot because the trailer said based on true events yeah. at the start. So this yeah. is this is factually accurate. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna, you're not gonna fucking convince Gross. me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Are you giving this the big gross here? Um. <laughs> oh. I'm getting the big gross. I'm going to go gross. Gross. I'm going gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Uh, that's fair because I feel like it's it's not fully gross. It's not fully gorgeous. It's I'm in the middle because yeah. it's it's stupid, but it might it'll be fun stupid. So I feel like between us, we've balanced out there. I think you'll bring me down. I think and, you'll bring me and up. And I'll bring you up. Yeah. And yeah. we'll find a nice bit in the middle of you being like, Sam, this is not going to win an Oscar. Oh, no, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and, yeah. And me being like, Ryan, it's not Sharknado. Or <laughs> yeah. fucking The Meg. The Meg. I actually really like The Meg. Oh, God. <laughs> Gross! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is out. I've got the date here, but my phone's turned. That is out on the 24th of February, 2023. So, so far, we've had a gross... And a gross gorgeous. Yeah. So we will move on to something that I think we should both agree with. Uh, John Wick 4 was announced a fair few weeks ago now. Yes. How do you feel about the John Wick films? I absolutely love the John Wick films. Agreed. I'm a massive Keanu Reeves fan. I think he's well renowned for being like the nicest guy. Um, And these films... They're just badass, aren't they? They're so they're badass. Just, they're like a throwback to like your old school action, like almost like 80s action, like with your action star, which I love in itself because, you know, I love like your Arnie, your Stallone, you know, Bruce Willis, that sort of era. But it's done like in a modern way. So like the fighting's actually, it's not cheesy. It's, you know. Fully choreographed. Fully choreographed, yeah. like really, really detailed. Like obviously like some of the behind scene, behind the scenes of him are on the shooting ranges. He's incredible. Like, oh god, he's, he's talented, man. talented, and he's put some serious hours. You know, to the point where I've even watched like, you know, the videos on like YouTube. Where it's like real Navy SEAL expert breaks down each scene, and even like this guy is like, you know, oh, this is like yeah, perfect way to fire the gun. This is like oh really? And, like most of the, like ninety percent of the of the scene from like the first one uh, that he breaks down is like this is the perfect way to like fight in this situation, or how he would fire the gun there, or the way he takes cover here before moving. So. So many of so much of that adds to like the badassery. 
Yeah, oh, yeah and, absolutely. And obviously, the, the the premise is ridiculous. You know, he takes on hundreds of guys, but again, it's just that throwback. And each film gets bigger and on a bigger scale, and it's like a bigger universe. Yeah, and- I think it gets more ridiculous by by the film because obviously, by the end of it, no one is not an assassin. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you need assassins yeah. because there's no one to assassinate. And he's like, you know, like, I think it's the third one. He's like galloping down the the street on a horseback yeah, and he's like fighting boy. people. Remember when you saw that on the trailer? Yeah, when that trailer come out, and you, that oh my god, yeah. yes, John. But then Halle Berry in the third one as well. Yeah, <sighs> mm. with the dogs as well. Mm. That, yeah, amazing. Yes, so sir. trailer for this one. What do you, I'll, I'll let you go first. What do you think? Um, I really like. I really like it. I think it looks great. It's got. It's got everything we want from a John Wick film. Mm. Um, some good dialogue between just yeah because it's the whole thing with the john wick films isn't it it's all just the respect of the assassin like brotherhood of, yeah you fucked up you've got to go you, mm. it's just the way it is you know like when they go what's it called when they go to the hotel the continental when they go, go to the continental you know the rules yeah you don't you don't kill anyone on, yeah. continent, on continental ground um and it's still got the i think the classy dialogue but it is very much i'm going to kill you mm. so it looks to me that, that the premise of this film is he has to go to is it bill skarsgård is that who? looks like yeah bill skarsgård yeah. who's like the head honcho of the head 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 honcho the only way he can get out of it is by offering him a jewel yeah um if he wins the jewel then he survives no one will come after him anymore but he's got to kill the head head honcho mm-hmm. they say you've got to be here by sun up uh tomorrow if you don't make it by sun up tomorrow we're all co- you're, you're dead you're a dead man you're, you're going to mm. be executed uh, and the whole film basically it reminds me it's very have you seen the warriors yes love it's warriors. very warrior-esque yeah They've got he's got to get from a to b with just a shitload in between yeah and yeah. it gave me just a modern warrior mm. the warriors uh vibe and i thought fucking yes yeah, i love the warriors yeah me too um so he's got to get there he's got to kill all these people he keeps checking his watch he keeps clipping to uh, a scene of a close-up um what you call it a sand timer yeah because he's got to be there like sun up or something or yeah, yeah something yeah. like that um so it looks like a very basic premise just get from a to b in this time yeah. to fight out with the big big honcho mm. um i'll be honest with you the couple of the one-liners that they get from keanu Reeves aren't del- delivered brilliantly in the trailer no like i'm gonna need a gun yeah, yeah, a little bit stumbly. A little bit stumbly, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you do. Yeah. Because you're not in this film to talk. No. My friend. And what I like about it is most of the trailer is actually, it is all the dialogue and it's mm. the setting of the scenes. They don't, there's a little bit at the end, but they don't, they don't give all the action away. And it's obviously the action set pieces, the choreography that makes these films um, what they are, you know, makes these films fantastic. So I like that they don't give that much of that away and what from the trailer what i really liked is they've introduced some new characters each each um film has its own like cool new assassins and some yeah. really iconic actors so in this one i love the fact they've got donnie yen in there yeah who's you know done some amazing like fight films like some you know martial arts films incredibly talented martial artist so to get him in there he's really cool he's badass they've got um hiriyuki sanada the Japanese guy um, is in loads of stuff. You'll recognize him. He's okay. in like Last Samurai. He's right, in, okay. Um, uh, he's, he's, he's one of them. He's in absolutely every film under the sun. And I absolutely love him. He's really cool. Um, so some new cool characters that, that I'd like to see. So Gorgeous. 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 Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I'm very much looking forward to this. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, we'll be at the cinema on day one to see this bad boy. Absolutely. Okay, so we shall move on next 
let's smash the MCU, shall we? And we'll look at the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer. Mm. Where this was one we decided to do last minute because we was going to look at The Exorcist, 2023 The Exorcist. But I'll be honest, I've seen that trailer. It doesn't look great. It's only a teaser at the moment. Um, <clears throat> so Guardians are coming back. James Gunn once again. Fantastic music. The characters you love. Drax being fucking amazing. And of course, Groot looking different again. Yes. Um, the trailer... I didn't overly understand where they're going with it, if I'm no. perfectly honest with you. Um, oh, very sorry. John Wick chapter four. I keep forgetting to do this. 24th of March is when that's out. Yeah. I think you said that. Did I? I can't remember. I can't remember. I think you did, because you said we were there day one. Or did yeah, you I did, say the date? I didn't say it. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, it's that root, root, yeah. root beer. It's gone straight to me. It really has, mate, <laughs> hasn't it? Um, yeah, so I'm not really sure where they're going with this film. No, me neither. And... The, yeah, the trailer was a bit all over the place. I feel like Guardians has been, you know, well known for being funny. Yeah, getting that balance quite right of like action comedy. This one, I think, I felt like it looked. It still had those sort of slapstick moments, but it looked like it was a bit more serious. There was a lot of shots of like characters in anguish or like in mm, trouble yeah. or like hurt or whatever. Yeah, Rocket Rocket Raccoon is a very much like this is our last stand it, type yeah, thing. It feels like this is the end of the Guardians, and I think yeah. it is. I think most yeah. of them have like now said they're not doing any more. This is like their contract up. So whether this will be the end of the Guardians, I hope they get the balance right. Mm-hmm. Because like you know, we saw from like Thor, Love and Thunder, that was just shit in my opinion. Um because they got the balance wrong. Okay. And I felt like the comedy just took over, it just became stupid, and it took away from any seriousness or any emotion behind it <clears throat> whereas i feel like guardians have always like thor ragnarok you know trod that line yeah quite, quite well nicely and kept it balanced so i'm hoping this one does the same i don't mind if it's a little bit more serious because if it's the end wrapping it up and stuff trailer didn't give a lot away from me no it didn't now <clears throat> i know will polter's stepped in to play a character mm. um Adam Warlock. I don't know anything about Adam Warlock. No, me neither. I fucking love Will Potter, though. Really? Love him. Every time he's in something, I get excited. I've seen him in much. Really, I think he's very up and coming. Uh, well, he's, he's clearly up and coming. He's he's there pretty much. Yeah. But he's just this guy who... I didn't see him in a lot, and when I did, I enjoyed him, and now he's everywhere. And yeah. I, I like that about him. And he's, he's still very young. He's he's going to take over. Yeah. Um, which is great. So I, again, I don't know anything about Adam Warlock, but that's going to be quite cool to see. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't really know what to say. The trailer is very good. Um, it, it tries to give you something without giving you a lot. It starts off with the typical, like funny joke with Drax, obviously. Yeah. Because Drax is fucking brilliant. He is. Groot looks hench as shit, bro. Yeah, he does. He looks, a bit weird. He looks a bit weird. Yeah, but I think he's supposed to look ahead. There's this really cool scene that is literally only half a second where they pan out and um, uh, what's his name? Star-Lord and Groot are back-to-back yeah. with a gun, but Groot's all of his fucking like uh, roots. roots are out and they're each holding a gun. Yeah. That looks cool as shit. So like I say, hopefully that, that balance is right because it looks like they've got some good stuff in there. Mm. Uh, James Gunn is getting it right. Yeah, and I, you know he obviously did the Suicide Squad. Earlier this year, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was it back in last year? We're in December, remember? So, yeah, I can't remember. But um, I really enjoyed that. I think, again, I think he got the balance right in that. So yep. uh, I've got a lot of confidence in him. Yeah, I do. So, And you know there's going to be badass music. That's the thing. You know, even if what we're seeing is not great, 
the music's always a been fantastic. A good soundtrack can change your opinion of a film. 100%, yeah, totally agree. So, and that he does get right every time. Yeah. So, are we saying gross or gorgeous? Gorgeous or gross? I don't think it's either. Gaffridge! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, uh, Should we... Middle of the road. We'll see what happens, because... There'll be more trailers. Oh, yeah, it's just the first one. Yeah. You see, I, I tend to avoid trailers like The Plague most of the time, mm. especially when it comes to big films like this that everyone's going to go see, because there's that many of it. It kind of saturates the market a little bit, and you see yeah. too much. Like, if there's ever a Batman film, I will nev- I'll have never seen a trailer for it. I avoid them like The Plague. Really? I, yeah, I refuse to watch them. I want, to, I want every scene I watch to be brand new to me. Yeah, that's fair. So I do tend to do that. So, you know, maybe we'll go gorgeous. Maybe we'll go gross a little bit later on down the line. I will remember to do it this time. So the release date for that is the 5th of May. So uh, we'll soon see. So this is neither gorgeous or gross. One to watch. One to watch. Yeah, keep an eye out, guys. Mm. So next we have just something nice and light before we've got a couple of video games. We have the Super Mario Brothers movie. So they're doing an animated Super Mario Brothers film, which I'm very excited about, if I'm perfectly honest Really? I am, yeah. Uh, I love animation anyway. I think we all do. Um, But there's just something about Super Mario that is my childhood. Mm. I don't don't play the Switch games or anything like that. I've played the newest one because I borrowed someone's Switch. I quite enjoyed it. Mario takes me back to being a child. And actually, Sonic, the Sonic films were okay. Like my Still little, not seen them. My Little Un's pretty big into them. They were pretty good. They did okay with them. But actually, I want to see a full Mario. Tell me what you thought of the trailer first before I give my thing. Um, Hard to say, because it's very much a kid's film. Mm-hmm. Very much like... It's all obviously animated. Some nice, some nice moments in there where they got like the little, you know, like the little sound bites or the little jokes or references. You know, I don't know how it works in terms of like making it this big full scale epic action film. Mm-hmm. I really like the bit. You know, it's quite a cool moment where they're on the they're on the carts and they're flying through the air and then they land on Rainbow Road and you're like, oh god, that's quite cool. That's quite iconic. And then it's just like a big race or whatever. Little bits like that I, I thought were quite exciting. As a yeah. whole ah, it's hard to say you're from not the trailer. I'm probably not that bothered. Okay. You see, I am the complete opposite. Really? After watching that trailer to me, it just looks like an absolute fucking fest of just clips that you know and love growing up. Yeah. Everything down to the fireball plants, to yeah. the, the carts, the rainbow bridge. Everything was a, was an old reference. It's, it's something to, to enjoy that just takes you back, you know. Yeah. All nostalgia. Obviously, it's modern day animation. Um it filled me full of excitement. Really? And I don't know whether that is because I'm looking forward to watching it, but I can't wait to introduce this to my kid. I think that's a big difference where, yeah, yeah for me, it's very much like it. And I wasn't massive in Mario. Like, I played bits of it. I never had a Nintendo, so I never really had a Mario game. Mm-hmm. Played a lot of Mario Kart. So for Mario, for me, it doesn't have the same nostalgic pull as it does for a lot of people. Okay. So I think for me, the like... Obviously, I understand the references and I can relate to to some of them, but it doesn't have that same emotional charge. Yeah. So whilst I can appreciate, yeah, it looks fun, looks like a fun kids' film for me, it's just not 
resonate in that's, if that that's fair enough i suppose yeah ours will be very different because i have the child that i can share it with yeah it yeah. was my childhood um, which would be lovely to be able to pass that on and like, yeah. experience that together yeah very interesting cast go on i, I was trying to figure out some of the cast yeah when i was listening so, to the trailer chris pratt's mario yeah i figured that princess peach is anna taylor joy okay luigi is charlie day Right. That's how I knew this film was coming out. I'm a massive Always Sunny in Philadelphia fan. Yeah. Huge. In fact, I watched two seasons last night, I think, whilst I was asking about cleaning and get, like in bed and shit. I just I have it on in the background all the time. And he's playing Luigi. And someone shared that in one of the um, Sunny shit posting uh, Facebook pages. There's a Super Mario film coming out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, Jack Black's playing Bowser. Um, Keegan Michael Key, uh, you know, from Key and Peel. Um, I've not seen bits of Key. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. do you watch Key and Peele? I've seen bits. It's, seen honestly, bits. I think it's one of the best. It's one of the funniest comedy. I've seen some incredible sketches from it. Yeah. Um, Donkey Kong's played by Seth Rogen. It's got a it's, massive cast. It's a massive cast. I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, so for me, this is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Not that bothered. I wouldn't say it's gross because I don't think it's, it's not gross. gross. It's not gross, but it's just it's not for you. It's just not for me. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'll go gorgeous, gorgeous. Just you're because, gonna go for a gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Because I I can appreciate why it'd be why it is gonna be a lot of fun. Okay, interesting, cool. I'm glad you came over to my side. Yeah, I thought I'd give you one. <laughs> you always give <laughs> me one. I didn't want to be the, the miserable bastard <laughs> in the corner. I know you've done so many grosses today. Yeah, I'm just I'm just tired. You it's because you're sat there eating whoopers and drinking mouthwash, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you're right, doll. You're doing me a favour. I've got you all these. <laughs> Lovely snacks today. All these little snacks. I mean, to be fair, we've got, mac and cheese ball. We've got halloumi in front of us, and oh. you're just fucking ignoring oh. it. Yeah. So we're going to end the podcast. What time are we on? Okay, this is quite a good one. So we're going to end the con- uh, podcast with two trailers for video games. That um, both of the trailers I picked up were for two completely different reasons. One of them because uh, the original trailer for the first game was one of the best trailers I've ever seen in my entire life, and the second one you showed me a game that comes out next week. And I cannot wait for. So I'm going to go for High on Life first. Okay. So High on Life is Justin Rowland, who does um, Rick, and, Rick Morty. and Morty. It has Rick and Morty chat all over it. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's bringing out a game. So they, I think his video game company is called Squanch Games, Squanchy Games or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that's his company, yeah. Um, Squanch Games. Squanch Games. So this comes out next week, free, straight onto Game Pass. The idea of it, the idea of the game is aliens are uh stealing humans and using them to i don't know make weapons or suck shit out their brain to to yeah, sell it's quite hard to figure out what the yeah, story is i think you're some sort of bounty hunter or something you, you, you're saving humanity basically yeah. so humans are being captured to do whatever with and you've got to go around and save them now the whole point of this game is your gun is a character yeah so it might so i think there's four or five different guns one might just be the a frog that fires out shit what yeah but they all talk to you and the yeah. idea of the game is whatever gun you have out at that time the dialogue will be different yeah and the dialogue, like the first one, the main one, like the blue pistol type thing, it's voiced. It's but, Morty. It's basically Morty from yeah. Rick and Morty. Uh, so it's so, it looks so, so funny. Some crazy characters in there. It look, it's just a Rick and Morty show, uh, game, Video sorry, game, yeah. without Rick and Morty. Yeah. Set in the Rick and Morty universe. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's hours and hours of dialogue, like hilarious bits. I've seen some of like the, the gameplay. It looks so funny. Um, action looks all right. 
But I think it, it's going to be more dialogue than anything else. Yeah, isn't it? I think it's just you're gonna. It, it's just gonna be a game that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it, and the trailer really did put me in the mood for watching it as well. Like, yeah, you leave that trailer with such a grin on your face because you know it, it's it's homely. If you're a Rick and Morty fan. Yeah, you, you get the vibe straight away from the animation, from the colours, from the voice. Obviously, yeah. with uh, Morty's voice, you immediately you're back to something you know. Absolutely, love. it's the same comedy style. Um, yeah, and I love the fact that it's got that replayability because you can replay the same scene, but if you've got a different gun, who's got a different personality, you'll react to the NPCs differently. <laughs> yes, that's so cool. Which is such a clever idea that the game could be 100% the same when you replay it, but 100% different in the outcome of what is said because of just holding a different gun. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Get the trailer watched. I guarantee, if you're a Rick and Morty fan, if you're not, then I wouldn't bother. This will not be for you. But if you are, give it a watch. You will just walk away thinking, A, what the fuck? Yeah. And B, you'll just have a smile on your face. Yeah. Did we say the, homely. Did, did we say the name of it? High Life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. So it's called High Life and it comes out, I'm, I can't remember the exact date. 13th of December. 13th of December. Comes out next week on Xbox Game Pass for free. Mm. Uh, so if you, I mean, you'll be able to buy it. But if I think we can Game install Pass, it now. Oh, can you? I think so. Banging. Ready to play it. On day. On day one. Then I'll be doing that. Is this gross or gorgeous? Gorgeous. 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 This is so gorgeous. I'm so yeah. excited. We've spoke over the last few episodes about all the games that I have purchased, all the money mm. I've spent on games recently, and this is going to get smashed on day one. Yeah. And I won't stop till it's finished, because it just looks fucking gorgeous. It really does. And we're going to end the trailer episode by talking about the sequel to the greatest trailer of all yeah. time. So video game trailer... We're going to talk about Dead Island 2. Mm -hmm. Dead Island 1 trailer, we have mentioned this in a previous episode so far, it is the greatest trailer, three minutes that you will ever, ever watch. I love it, yeah, so good. It's just a guy running down Florida or Californian beach line, um, real fucking sleazy prick, fake hair, fake pecs, fake everything. He's going for a run. The first thing you see, he puts his music i don't know what that song's called but it's fucking banging yeah, it's called the, the bomb is. or something like that yeah. yeah i'm the bomb and i'm about to blow up yeah and he pulls like his sweatband over a zombie a, a bite. zombie bite and he just goes for a run you know this pretty young girl zooms past on a rollerblades yeah, he stops all... and starts pointing at his dick and all this shit and just as he's running the world is collapsing behind yeah. him the song is punchy as fuck he's I, running he's so totally oblivious to the world yeah. around him where everyone's running out getting mowed down by zombies yeah. and there's fights and like the buildings are exploding it's and just... then bit by bit he turns into a zombie yeah and by yeah. the end he's just running Kara's still running down the street headphones in but, but as, as a zombie, zombie <laughs> but his fake toupee's fallen off yeah. all the fake muscles are falling out of his yeah. body and then it just ends with a car going past and someone fucking taking his suite off with yeah. a baseball bat the best Best trailer I've ever seen. Yeah. I love it so much. And they've released uh, Dead Island 2 coming out. I'm going to say not as good. It's not as iconic as that first. It's still very good. It's a story within a trailer. A Lenny Kravitz looking guy. Literally could be Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Just gets off this chair. He's obviously been sat drinking whiskey all night. He has to go out. He's like, oh, fucking whatever. Picks up a, a rifle, walks out. And it just, it's his trip to the shop yeah and he doesn't use this gun once he just uses it to bash in zombies heads he's 
he doesn't have a care in the world. He's just walking yeah, to the shop. Just, but he has to it's kill It's like a normal day, isn't way. it? Yeah. He gets there. He kills zombies in different ways. Um, really cool, really inventive. He gets back, he sits down, and there's an Uber guy, like one of the peddling Ubers yeah, in his yeah, arm yeah. as a zombie. So he pulls like a just mass- eat kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he pulls out this massive bullet, puts it in the rifle. He's one, his last bullet, bang, and he fucking blows up everywhere. Yeah, and he's like, he's uh, big, I can relax now. Big smirk on his face, sits down, goes to put the telly on. He's run out of batteries. Yeah, so he's got to go out. So it's the, it starts again. He gets up, fuck's sake. He's about to leave. This time he looks and he sees a samurai sword. In his closet, yeah. So he walks out. The only difference is this time out, it pans out a little bit more and there's just other people doing All the same shit doing as the him. Same, yeah. And just, hey up, Dave, hey up. Yeah, 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 yeah just yeah, up to the shorts. Yeah. Just wave at each other. It is cool as shit. And he looks cool as. Proper. And it's just that whole, what I like about it, it is the complete opposite of the first one. The first one was zombies have taken over this is what we're doing they turn everyone to zombies this one is humans will just survive yeah yeah we'll go out just we'll carry kill on. we'll yeah, just do our shit. shit it's just boring isn't well, it, yeah, it is what it is yeah. Yeah, fuck whatever we'll get back we'll put telly no, no batteries right back out go kill it's so cool yeah. I did love the uh, Dead Island game anyway yeah I played it a lot it's um, a lot of fun it's beyond a perfect game but it's definitely. just it's just one of those games that's just fun especially you get a few mates on it because I think the, it was co-op wasn't it the first one we had one. this conversation I'm sure it's four, yeah. four player co-op um, hoping for more of the same yeah, it's the sort of game so. that we we could just jump on get a few of us just drive around kill a few, a few hours, zombies yeah. have a bit of a laugh happy yeah happy and days. that's that so what are you saying gorgeous Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous! Gorgeous! This trailer is brilliant. And again, if you're not into the game, give both one and two a watch because they are just such good, funny, interactive, like um, three-minute stories. And they're just brilliant. Absolutely. They bring... Unfortunately, there isn't a cool song in this one as good as the first one. I think that's the only thing that was lacking. The song in the background's good. I don't know what it is, but it's not as good as the bomb or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was lacking that real fucking crunchy, mm. punchy song in the background. But out of all of these, give that a watch because that is a really good trailer. Some good recommendations there, I think. There's some yeah. good things coming out. There's, there's some a lot, there's a lot, a lot to look forward to. Um, so what we're going to take away from episode seven is Cocaine Bear. Yeah, can't wait. I'll be there. <laughs> cocaine bear what a cocaine bear drinking my virgil's root beer sponsored by drew flanagan (laughs) everything sponsored by drew flanagan cocaine bear sponsored by drew flanagan drew can you write us a song called cocaine bear we'll play on the next episode (laughs) i want to see how quick he does it all right it's just got to be a little 30 second ditty about cocaine bear thank you very much cocaine bear yeah Boys, girls, ladies, gents, everyone all around the world, all three of you that are listening, thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode, uh, and we will see you next week for some more absolute dog shit chat. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. Thank you. Peace. Gorgeous. 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 Grow.